Everybody thinks helicopter parenting is a new term. Let me just tell you something. My mom, <laughs> her picture would be next to helicopter parent in the dictionary. I think my mom too, now that I think about this it. This is nothing new. I, I, <laughs> and people will, it, what's interesting is my mom will say, well, you need to be less protective. You're a little overprotective. What? I learned it from you, okay? <laughs> I mean, we lived on a cul-de-sac. When I grew up, we lived in a beautiful neighborhood. We lived in a cul-de-sac. I was not allowed at, you know, 8, 9, 10 years old to cross the street by myself. I would get in trouble. My mom was so overprotective <laughs> of us. If we traveled, I, we'd take those long vacations just just like the Griswolds. And we would go, I remember going to the Grand Canyon, and I remember it being so hot. It was summertime. It was in the 90s, and my mom making us roll up the windows because she thought we could fall out and somehow roll out of the car and roll down the Grand Canyon. That sounds like something my mom would do. Isn't yeah. that? I mean, it's yeah. crazy when you think about it. And the world then was so much nicer of a place to kids, honestly, than it is today. So, you know... Helicopter parenting, come on now. It's nothing new. It's been around forever. Mommy! It's the MomCast. Really, Mom? Mommy! Mom! You are listening. MomCast! It's MomCast. Hi, it's Stacy McKay. Welcome to MomCast. Our producer, Greg, is with us. It sounds like... Our moms were kind of cut from the same cloth. And she was even pretty lax with me because I was the youngest. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, you're lucky. I was, was the oldest. <laughs> <laughs> I was the oldest. I remember all of that. My mom was, she was a warrior. And, but you know, I, I guess it, we all got here, right? That's what mom's jobs are to get us here safely, get us to where we need to be, you know, just make sure they come out of this alive. Right. And, and we did. So it's all we can hope for as parents. <laughs> That's right. But whenever all those tendencies come up in me, you know, I remind her because she tends to forget that stuff as a grandmother that, you know, all the helicopter ish ways in me are thanks to her because she was a bit on the overprotective side. And I always tell her, you had three girls. I only have one. Right. I have to protect her. <laughs> All your helicopter focus is going right on <laughs> your daughter. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but now we have free range parenting, which honestly, that's nothing new either. Trust me, because I had friends whose moms and dads were free rangers and right. they just roamed around the neighborhood did whatever they wanted to do. Their parents were very freewheeling. You know, they would be out early in the morning, way before I would, you know, out in the neighborhood roaming around. And their parents were fine with it. And they got here, too. And those were the fun kids' house to go, like, play at. Oh, yeah. you knew the parents weren't going to be around and you could do whatever you wanted. <laughs> Isn't that funny? As kids, we find those yeah, houses. Yeah. And we know who those parents are. So, but now we have the terms for it, right? Which that's what really makes it trendy. The helicoptering the uh, free-range parenting, and they're just parenting ways. They're just our perspective as parents. But there's something interesting going on um, under this whole umbrella in Utah. A lawmaker wants to make sure moms and dads don't find themselves under investigation when they allow their mature kids with good judgment to do things like walk to school by themselves, mm. um, maybe go to the playground by themselves, Remember, we used to do that as kids. 
A lot of times now we don't let our kids do that. And I know what you're going to say. It's a different world. And we're going to get to that in a moment. But maybe uh, you're jumping into the uh, to the store for a moment. You just got to go in and grab one thing. You leave the kids in the car and you lock the door. It's not too hot. It's not too cold. There's no problem with the temperature. So no one needs to break a window to make any rescue. <laughs> They're just hanging out in the car. They're just hanging out in the car. We used to do that. We don't tend to allow some of our kids to do that today. So this lawmaker is saying when somebody sees that and they think there might be an issue, they may call the police. Well, they want to make sure there's a law in place that says if there's nothing else going on, no ne- no neglect, you know, of any kind, it's a good family, they're good parents, and the kids there's are... No, no drugs in right, the backseat. They're well adjusted, <laughs> right. it wasn't a 95 degree day, all of those things, then those parents shouldn't be in trouble. And they feel like a law needs to be in place. So it's interesting. Um the Republican from South Jordan who's behind this said, we become so helicopterish as parents and as a society expecting parents to be that way that we are kind of robbing our children of some of the joys of childhood. You know, riding around the neighborhood on your bike with no parents. Yeah. Getting into trouble. Yeah. I have to tell you, my daughter's never ridden the bike in a neighborhood by herself. Um I think maybe she might be getting to the age sure. where she can do that. And we, we live in a gated community. <laughs> so. I'm sure she'll be fine. And it's just a small <laughs> oval. <laughs> All right. I think it's about time there, Stace. So, and I could probably see her at every point. It's not even like the Indy 500 where there are some spots that I couldn't see right. her on the track. <laughs> you have spotters on all the uh, exactly. on the turns. <laughs> <laughs> can you see her do you make contact with her can you visualize my daughter is she okay uh I, yeah you should try that this weekend yeah. let her go let her go around we're gonna talk two angles on this Haley reinhardt do you remember her she uh performed in american idol yeah she was one of my faves yeah i know she was you had a little crush <laughs> yeah, didn't you a little crush we talked to her and her story is really unique because she definitely had free-range parents i mean comparatively but they really helped shape her career and where where she is right now. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah, and she's got a great story to tell. But some of the things her parents allowed her to do or some of the places they just took her along, some of us might, you know, raise an eyebrow at. But she's just fine, and she'll, she'll share her story. Um, she's also got a CD out that she'll talk about. And then we asked some of our moms from our mom squad their thoughts on this new law and um, parents, other parents that may try to, you know, tell you how to raise your kids or maybe would make that phone call when they see something. I, You know, my take on it is this. If you see something, I think, that seems suspicious of any child, you should contact somebody. To me, a law like this that they're proposing in Utah would actually make me feel more comfortable in calling because then I know a good parent isn't going to get in trouble. You know what I'm saying? Because I guess in my mind, that's probably what I would think. Wow, should I call or is this okay? You know what I mean? When you see a kid by themselves, you, I think that goes through your mind. Now, is this child lost? Are they on their own? Um, you know, is the parent responsible? Is the parent not paying any attention? Sometimes you don't know and you don't know what you should do. I guess for me, my take on this is 
If I did see something, I probably would be more apt to call because I know the parent wouldn't get in yeah. trouble if it was. That's in- an interesting perspective that um, that I that I didn't think of. Worst case scenario, you know, they they just check up on everybody and make sure everything's all right. I, yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's it can be tough. So uh, we'll get some opinions and we'll find out how it worked out for Haley to have parents that were a little more free range. All right, so we're going to start with our rock and roll mom. Um, what do you think about this? Um, should you like the idea of this law? Now, this is in Utah, but could go elsewhere. I do like the idea, and I think that there is a balance between being overly protective and free range. You can't go one end of the spectrum or the opposite end of the spectrum because I think there's issues with both. But for one parent to be the busybody Betty and to go, my standard for my children should be everybody's standard. So if I don't allow my child at a certain age, uh, the maturity level to walk alone, then nobody's child should do it. I think that's wrong because different maturity levels, definitely different genders. When you talk about boys and girls, how they mature at different ages. Personally, my daughter was 10 years old and had no problem. You know, her father at the time was at work early. I, of course, worked very early, had no problem with her getting herself up, getting to the school bus, which picked her up right outside of the house. It wasn't like she was walking anywhere. But I had a lot of people question at 10 years old, is that too young? For my daughter, knowing my daughter, I didn't think it was too young at all. And she never had an issue with it. But I was always home by the time she got home. So it's not like she was a latchkey child where she came home and and she was by herself for six hours until we got home at 10 o'clock at night, that kind of thing. So I, th- I think it's it's a law where keep your nose out of my business. It's my child, my business. Don't tell me what to do. So our mom of multiples, what do you think about passing a law like this? You've got little ones. So they're not to the point yet where you're thinking about some of this stuff. Yes. No, I, again, my twins are four, then I've got an almost one year old. So not, obviously I'm with them, you know. Okay. A baby you see in a car or something. That's a phone call. Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. definitely. Even four year olds, I would say, because we were talking about age too. And it's that fine line, that balance. But the maturity level, gender obviously plays a role, too. I mean, I have to agree with what Christy said. I think people get in other people's business too much, and we need to get away from that. So there is that fine line. I mean, you're just trying to be a good person and watch kids, but I think you just need to kind of mind your own business um, and just keep a watchful eye over things. If you see something suspicious, like maybe a 10, 9, 10, walking to the park, they're doing something something suspicious, like you know, anything like that. Yeah, maybe a call just to be aware of it. But um, if they're just walking to the park or just to the school bus, minding their own business, um, they seem fine. You just need to kind of mind your own business and trust the parents of those kids that they're doing the right thing. And our our single mom, uh, superpower mom, all of those things, um, I do need to ask. Now, I I don't want to stereotype um, do you find that your kids spend more time doing some of these things alone? Maybe, uh, I don't want to say maturing faster, but um, they kind of are in a situation where you don't have as much help. So um, is has this sort of thing been an issue where your kids maybe mature quickly or do some of the things more quickly than other kids uh, might try, like going to school by themselves or getting ready by themselves or staying home alone? I would say that's that's partly accurate. I mean, I so my kids, again, are I have a daughter who's 12 and a son who's nine. This was really the first year that I've allowed 
my 12-year-old to come home, uh, get off the bus by herself and stay home. And she can stay home, you know, a few hours sometimes until we both, you know, until I get home from work. So um, I I would say, you know, like I agree with what Christy and Angela said is that um, people really should mind their own business with regards to, I think every situation is different. I mean, it's up to the kids of whether they're responsible enough to stay home. Um, you know, my daughter wasn't ready until this year to stay home. And now she's been fine and she stays home with her brother sometimes by themselves. Um, and, and I, you know, I think that's perfectly acceptable. Have you ever had anybody give you input on, you know, I don't know if your child's old enough to do that, or maybe that doesn't seem right? I think so. I mean, and so whether they say it or not, you feel like they're implying it, um, you know, that if my son is out, you know, in the backyard by himself playing with himself, you know, by himself, um, I, I, I do, but, you know, I'm also, I don't, I don't. I don't know. I don't really do it a lot um, where I feel like, you know, people say it to me, but um, I, I do. It's, it's Is it welcome? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's not. And that's it. I, I'm like, OK, this is these are my children. I'm doing what uh, I know is best for my children. Well, I think as a mom and a dad, I mean, if you think about anything that would be more hurtful if somebody called into question, it's your parenting skills because we all want the best for our kids. So if somebody questions whether or not, you know, you're keeping your kids safe, which is your I mean, let's be honest, that's like one of our top jobs. I mean, that's the first thing you say to your children. I remember I'm going to do everything I can to keep you safe, you know. Um, So when someone questions that for someone that is a good and responsible parent, it can be difficult. The flip side of that is we know there are some parents that are not that, Correct. that may not have their children, you know, their best interest at heart uh, for whatever reason. That's where it gets a little slippery because I think that's the side people see. Well, if I don't say something and there was something going on, you know, I could have prevented it. I so, would agree. I you know, and so maybe a law like that is um, necessary. Um, but you're right. I mean, there's certainly situations where uh, parents aren't good and they're not making good decisions. You know, but I'm not one of those. And so, um, you know, I I think for the most part, you know, there's a lot of great parents that I know that you know they make their decisions. Maybe it wouldn't be a decision that I would make, but who am I to call the cops and say? <laughs> That they're bad parents. You probably know her from American Idol, and she joins us on MomCast this week, Haley Reinhardt. Hi, Haley. Hi, thank you so much. Thank you. I want to talk about your parents because obviously they've been a huge influence on you. I sang a little through high school just for fun, and I remember having to sing in front of my parents and that terrifying me more than singing in front of anyone else. I mean, you're on Idol and you're singing in front of, you know, the whole country. But was it weird to have your parents there as well, being so musical? Yeah, you know, they're my greatest teachers. So I uh, I really have the utmost respect for them and all of their critiques, you know, over the years. It's never been too harsh. It's just always been kind of the right kind of advice and even of course you know it's hard sometimes to hear certain things they've always led me in the right direction and they've never 
you know, forced music on me. It's just been something that's kind of been embedded and in my blood. So thanks, thankfully for me, I grew up in kind of like in the bars and clubs and fests, singing with them at a really early age and kind of even, you know, as, as a, like a really young kid. So, um, that, that kind of prepared me and I, I got to talk to a lot of the adult crowd and it, it, it did prepare me a lot for the, the bigger stage. Well, I think it, it makes sense because I think we hear that when when you're singing all of that influence. I heard uh, someone that participated in Idol refer to your parents as really cool rock and roll parents. <laughs> Would you say that's true? <laughs> yeah, most definitely. Uh, it's been a, a real thrill over the years performing with them and kind of, you know, making it full circle. And I've had a lot of really cool, nice people come up to me and say some some really beautiful things about my parents and every, it's all true and I, I, I'd love to uh, you know give give it all back to them if I could. Now when you're working on a new project like what's that sound do they do they you said they criticize sometimes I mean do they say you know what I don't like that or I mean do they do that or they just kind of sit back? You know particularly my mom you know she she can let me know if she didn't you know doesn't think an outfit's the the perfect one or or most mostly what's most important is you know just just interpreting a song and maybe the build of it they've kind of implemented how how important it is to you know have a song build and show your different character and not you know keep the simplicity of a song um not go too you know crazy with the runs and um just enough you know so that's that's really been you know that stuck out to me over the years and I now feel that that's pretty much the most important thing about a song and what you can do for a song is give it that real treatment where you take people on a ride with you. Now, someday when you have kids, would you make them a part of your musical career? Oh, man. I mean, I I encourage anything and everything that they would want to do in this world. And I feel like... um, it's probably going to be impossible for them to not want music to be a big part of their lives, seeing as though that's that's what um, that's everything that I've grown up with. So we'll see what happens, but uh, I, I support it either way. Now, are your parents happy that you're actually now doing this as a career? I, I think so. They're they're some of the proudest parents out there, and um, they're not afraid to to show it. And, um, you know, I, I really truly believe if, if they took a step further and they wanted to make this something that they could tour with and, um, you know, do more original work, I know that they could have done that. I mean, if anybody that knows my father, they'll, they'll, they'll put him right up there with the greatest guitarist in the world. And I, I do the same. And it's, it's not just because it's my dad, but him and my mother, and she has an incredible and powerful voice. Um, they're they're truly some of the most talented people I know. So I I feel very blessed that you know they kind of made a lot of sacrifices and stayed local and made it the Chicago band thing. Um, but you know now it's time for me to kind of take on the reins and take it that step further. Haley, thank you so much for chatting with us. <laughs> Thanks. Take care. Well, if nothing else, I hope we make you think about parenting styles, um, maybe make you feel a little more confident in your own. Because I think many parenting styles work, right?
I mean, you can be the helicopter mom and make mistakes. You can be the free range mom and make mistakes. <laughs> We're going to mess up no matter what we do. <laughs> or you can be both of those things and, and do a really good job. I mean, let's let's try to look at it from the positive side. You know what? We're all trying to do the same thing. And that's raise healthy, happy, independent, well-functioning children, mm-hmm. you know, and I think there are many ways to do it. So hopefully we empower you a little bit to continue on in your parenting journey. Um, if you have comments, we would love to hear from you as always. Uh, we would also love it if you could review us, rate us, because that gets the word out more often about MomCast. More eyes actually will see MomCast and, and hopefully listen. Thanks for joining us for another week. Have a great one. And we'll see you next week on MomCast.